What's up, guys? I want to give a shout out to all the people that have been listening to the podcast for the last two full years, actually three full years. And I also want to give a shout out to all the new people. If you like the podcast, if you're enjoying the content, please subscribe, leave a review, share with a friend or family member. Now right to the episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another solo podcast episode of the Live Better Now podcast. We've been getting amazing feedback on the rebrand. And uh, I'm glad you guys enjoy it. Thank you so much for listening. The audience, viewership, engagement, listenership, whatever word you want to use to describe the amount of reach that this podcast has is consistently growing. We surpassed over 600 followers on Spotify. So thank you so much for all the people out there that are listening on Spotify. If you haven't already left an honest review on the podcast, go ahead and do that. We recommend five stars and let's get right to the episode. So today's solo podcast episode is going to be me giving my opinion, telling you guys about how you can think your way to success. Uh, And I'm going to summarize that by saying three words, mind over matter, mind over matter. Uh, What you believe is more important than uh, the reality, not in every case, not in every case, but when it comes to success and when it comes to you living up to your fullest potential and making the most out of the one life you have on earth, it's very important to believe in mind over matter. Because if you believe you already have everything, then you have everything. If you need nothing, you have everything, right? So we don't need a million dollars. We don't need tens of millions of dollars. We don't need a new Rolex or we don't need the new pair of shoes to make us feel good. And we certainly don't need a leg up or help to become successful, okay? So the first thing that I'm gonna tell you guys, the first thing that I wanna kind of talk about is a story that I don't think I've ever shared. I don't think I've ever shared this uh, publicly. And uh, I certainly haven't spoken about it on a podcast episode. Uh, But uh, this story that I'm about to tell this anecdote is very relevant to this podcast episode of Mind Over Matter because I have been struggling with a chronic, I don't know if it's an illness, if it's a disease, I don't know what you would call it, but I have severe chronic tinnitus. And if you don't know what tinnitus is, it's a constant ringing in the ear. And I got tinnitus in 2008 when I was hit with a lacrosse ball, excuse me, I was hit with a lacrosse ball moving at the speed of over 100 miles per hour. And it hit me directly in my left ear and the pressure from the ball hitting my ear blew out my entire left eardrum. The doctor at University of Miami uh, Hospital, he specializes in ear, nose, and throat, mainly ears, uh, told me this was one of the worst cases he's ever seen. Uh, Instantly, when I was hit with this lacrosse ball, it was actually uh, an afternoon in Palm Beach Gardens. Uh, I went to Palm Beach Gardens High School, uh, a public school in South Florida, and we were playing lacrosse. We were practicing for our upcoming game against our rival Dwyer. And I remember this so vividly, and I remember exactly who we were playing that week because we had a few alumni, and they weren't really assistant coaches, but we'll call them assistant coaches for the purpose of this story, just to make it easier for you to understand. We had alumni as assistant coaches helping us get ready for this big game, big rivalry game. Uh, So we had to call in all the big guns. We had to leverage all the resources we could. 
And we had a player that was on the team the year before, the year prior, who won the speed shot competition at the state championship game because we won the state championship before uh, the year before. And uh, so obviously he shot the ball extremely fast. And as I'm covering him and guarding him in practice, he shot the ball so fast, it hit me right in the head uh, and it blew up my eardrum. I immediately hit the floor. My ear starts ringing louder than I could ever imagine, like a flashbang, like a bomb just went off right in front of me. And uh, I stood there for a while. I was definitely in pain. I got off the field. Uh, the other parents of the other students and athletes on the team you know, ran up to me, Zach, are you okay? Zach, are you okay? Do we need to go to the doctor? Do we need to go to the hospital? I said, you know what? I think I'm fine. It's tough for me to hear right now out of my left ear because all I hear is ringing, uh, but I'm not in too much pain because I was wearing a helmet. Uh, but uh, thank you guys for, you know, tending to my care and making sure I was okay. I appreciate it. I'm just going to sit this practice out. Uh, well, a few days went by and the ringing hasn't stopped. A week, two weeks, three weeks went by, the ringing still hasn't stopped. A month, two months go by, the ringing still hasn't stopped, and my mother decided to take me to an ear, nose, and throat specialist. And the specialist took x-rays, and he looked inside my ear, and he said, Zach, your eardrum is completely gone. Uh, this is something that is very time-sensitive because every time you take a shower, every single time you swim in the pool, water is getting in, in your ear canal, and it, it will get infected. And this could lead to bigger issues, brain issues, obviously ear issues, and um, I recommend you get it fixed as soon as possible. I said, okay, great. Well, the season's not over yet. I still want to play. Is this something that, you know, we have to have surgery right away? He said, no, you can wear earplugs uh, when you shower. You're not allowed to swim in a pool or go underwater anywhere. Uh, but after the season's over, we're going to have to do surgery. And surgery is the only solution to stop the ringing in your ear. I was like, all right, you know, I don't really want to go under the knife. I was obviously scared, uh, but it is what it is. Finished the season, went into surgery. The surgery went great. Uh, they actually cut me from the top of my left ear all the way to the bottom of my left ear. They peeled my ear over like this so they could see completely into my brain. They put a graft on my left eardrum and uh, stitched it all up. All right, Zach, you're good to go. I get out of surgery. All right, doc, my ear is still ringing. He said, Zach, just give us some time. Over time, the ringing will go away. I said, all right, great. How confident are you that the ringing is going to go away? He said, Zach, we're really confident. You got nothing to worry about. I said, okay, great. Well, fast forward 14 years later, because this was in 2008, 2009. Fast forward 14 years later, and my left ear is still severely ringing, hasn't stopped. And uh, it's been very tough. It's something that I live with and deal with and... Uh, I'll get to how this story is relevant to Mind Over Matter. Just gotta wait for it. But uh, so when this happened and uh, the surgery was over and I was recovering and the ringing cells and stopped, a year went by, ringing cells and stopped after surgery. Two years after surgery, ringing still hasn't stopped. I decided to go see another ear, nose, and throat specialist. And this specialist said, Hey, Zach, you know, this is tinnitus, it's a chronic ringing in the ear. It may stop. It may not stop. How much is it bothering you? I said, it is really bothering, severely bothering me. I can't focus. I can't concentrate. I don't know what to do, doc. He said, all right, well, we're going to try these steroids that you're going to take, this pill that you're going to take twice a day, one in the morning, one at night. It should help the tinnitus. Well, that didn't help, obviously. You know exactly where this is going, guys. 
that did not help at all. And uh, the next month went by and Doc, this isn't working. What do we do? Well, we can try hearing aids. I was like, well, you know, I'm only freaking 22 years old, 19, however old I was, it's like two years after surgery. So I was probably, you know, 19, 20 years old. He goes, all right, well, let's try these hearing aids. I said, really? Hearing aids? Um, so we tried the hearing aids. And actually, I need to take a step back because I did hearing tests along the way. And the first hearing test I took, my hearing was down 30%. Second test I took, my hearing was down 50%. So the hearing aid at the time made sense. It's like, hey, the hearing aid is going to stop the ringing because it brings in this like white noise. And uh, it's also going to improve your hearing. So I said, okay, great. I don't want to walk around with the hearing aid on, but it is what it is. I tried the hearing aids. The first thing I got to say about the hearing aids was when they gave them to me to try, it was like a free trial. I asked them how much they were and they were absurdly expensive. I can't even remember how much they were, but they were easily over a thousand dollars. So that was something that I was like, look, I, you know, even if this works, I'm going to have to strongly consider and, and weigh the pros and cons of this because I can't afford a $1,000 hearing aid. So fast forward to today and uh, I still have tinnitus. I still have constant ringing in my ear and uh, it's been a, a struggle and it's been a challenge and it's something that I'm going to deal with for the rest of my life. And that's my perspective on it. That's my outlook on it, but it doesn't bother me anymore. And I'll tell you why it doesn't bother it bother me anymore because when I was going through the surgery and I was taking the steroids and I was you know trying the hearing aids I was thinking about it a lot it was at the top of my mind I was always thinking about the ringing I was always aware of the ringing because every morning I had to put on my hearing aid every morning I had to take my steroid pill but over time not thinking about the ringing in my ear placing it completely out of my consciousness completely out of my train of thought started to quell the noise and the ringing And I wholeheartedly believe with unwavering conviction that it's because it wasn't in my mind. It was nowhere near my, my awareness or my consciousness. So, uh, moral of story, mind over matter, right? Mind over matter. It was, it was a thing where it was like, the less I think about it, the less it's going to bother me. So for this podcast episode, when we talk about mind over matter, when we talk about how to think your way to success, there's three things that I want to discuss. The first thing is identifying what success looks like to you. It doesn't have to be a ton of money. Number two, you got to believe you can do it. And if you can't get, and if you, if you can't get the skills you need, finding other ways to leverage free resources or network, right? And then thinking of ways to increase your chances, right? Writing them down, optimizing your time and talking to others that have already done it. So the first thing, identifying what success looks like to you. And, and it's very ironic that I'm talking about, uh, different definitions of success because I had a coaching session today with a client and it's a client who has massive goals and dreams. He wants to be worth 500 million plus. He wants to be one of the most powerful people on earth. And I respect that and I admire that. And I love the tenacity and I love the drive and I admire and respect the ambition. Okay. But we died, we dove deeper into why he wants $500 million why he wants to be the most powerful person on on the planet and he answered the question and then i followed up the question with another with the answer with another question of why and just kept asking why 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 until he could not could no longer answer the question of why and i think it's really important for all of us to go through that exercise of asking ourselves why we want this answering the question well why is that the answer to the question 
answering the question. Well, why is that the answer to the question of the answer to the question that I asked before that? And continuing to dive deeper and deeper and deeper, peeling off each layer of the onion until you do figure out your why. Because Robin, Robin Sharma said it best. I uh, can't remember what book he was in, either 5 a.m. Club or Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. Uh, I've read a few of his books. He said you can either try to make a huge impact on the world or you can savor life. And one is not better than the other, okay? But you can also have a mix of the two. They are not mutually exclusive. You can try to make a huge impact all while savoring life. So for me, from age 24 to 27, I wanted to make a huge, huge impact on the world. I wanted to make a tons of millions of dollars and I wanted to have a huge house with Ferrari and a jet ski on the water. But I also wanted to be able to write checks to charities and organizations that I'm passionate about. I wanted to be able to pay off my parents' house. I wanted to be able to give, 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 give generously like no one else. Um, and then I went radically to the other side of the spectrum of like, I want to save your life. I want to sell all my material possessions. I want to purchase a Mercedes Revel cruiser that has a bed in it, that has a toilet and a shower and a small little oven thing. And I want to just travel the world, live at the beach and just meditate, do yoga, eat avocados and bananas. Okay. Now I've come to a middle ground where it's like, yo, I'm going to make an impact on people. And I'm uh, listen, I'm changing lives every single day. I actually had a great, great, great call last night with a couple of my clients and some other heavy hitters, some entrepreneurs that are in the exact same space as me. And we're all talking about our goals for the month of May. And it was an extremely inspirational call and shout out to all the people that were there. You know who you are. So I'm making a huge impact on those people's lives, making a huge impact on my family's lives, making a huge impact on other people that I meet throughout the day by just smiling and ask them how they're doing. Because not many people ask the cashier at the grocery store how their day is going. But I make it a point to do that for a few reasons. One, it helps their day. Two, it doesn't bother me at all. And three, it makes me feel good. And I've actually been able to sharpen my communication skills in the process. So I think it's a, a quadruple win for a lot of different reasons. So I like to ask the cashier at the grocery store how their day is going. Uh, and when I get to Chipotle, instead of just saying all oh, of the rice bowl, brown rice with salad dressing, I say, hey, how are you doing today? They get, they get surprised. They get surprised when, when someone actually asks them how they're doing at the Chipotle line. Um, so now I'm in the middle. I'm trying to make a huge impact, but I'm also trying to save her life. I'm trying to just chill, be happy, be fit, feel good physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. But I also still want to make a lot of money. I still want to be able to provide resources financially to people, places, and organizations that I care about. With that being said, it's important for you to identify what success looks like to you, okay? If you want to dive deeper into this, if you want to shoot me an email of what success looks like to you, I promise I'll respond back. You can email me at ZacharyRance at gmail.com. Number two, you got to believe you can do it. You got to believe that you can be successful. And the way to believe you can be successful is coming up with a plan, okay? We can't just shoot from the hip like Donald Trump on Twitter and hopefully Target hits the bullseye. You know what I mean? So and let me rephrase that. We cannot just shoot from the hip like Donald Trump on Twitter, blindfolded, throwing darts, hoping it's going to hit the target. Okay, we have to be hyper-specific about what we're trying to accomplish and then reverse engineer it to what do we got to do right here, right now with what you got from where you're at? 
to take the next step, create traction, push the envelope forward. Do that day by day, and those small wins consistently execute over time are going to amount to massive results. Simple, okay? You got to believe you can do it. How do you believe you can do it? You come up with a plan, a tangible plan that will get you to where you want to go. And number three, think of ways to increase your chances of success. There are so many ways to increase our chances of success that we don't take advantage of. For example, for the last three years, I have been promoting a free discovery call on my link tree or my Hoobie, whatever you want to call it. I don't even know what it's called anymore. I've been promoting a free discovery call. It's been on my website for three years. I don't know if you guys have noticed yet or not, but it's no longer there. It's no longer there um, for a lot of reasons. But my point is all you people that have been listening to this podcast for the last three years have had the opportunity to have a 30-minute phone conversation with me, a free call on how I can help you accomplish your goals and dreams, get there faster than you would without me. I could shorten the learning curve for you, help you save time, optimize, and create more efficiency in your day-to-day life, help you save more money, help you increase your happiness, help you start a business, help you with your health, help you finish a marathon, help you get in the best shape of your life. And, you know, even though I've done probably over a thousand, definitely over a thousand calls by now, um, not as many people took advantage of that than I thought. Now, if, if you want to do a call with me, it's $200 an hour. Uh, you can book that on my website, uh, $200 for an hour with me, or you could reach out to me to get on the waiting list to be a client of mine. Right now, we're completely full. So talking to people that have done it, talking to people that have the success that you're after, leveraging those resources. And then from there, guys, it's, it's really just optimizing your time, creating more efficiency in your day-to-day, and, and that starts with waking up early, you know. And look, this takes action. This takes execution. This takes time, energy, and attention. But it all starts between the years. It all starts with your brain. And what do we do with our brain? We fucking think. Use your fucking brain, okay? Guys, this has been a great episode. I've enjoyed this episode. I it, It's kind of tough to talk for 20 minutes and 30 seconds straight. But uh, some way, somehow, I made it happen. Thank you guys for uh, listening to the podcast each and every single week. Uh, We're going to be posting two episodes a week starting this week, uh, the first week of May. Wednesdays are going to be solo episodes just like this one. Fridays are going to be guest episodes just like this one. If you are still listening and are interested in being coached by me and are comfortable posting it as a podcast episode, I got a ton of great feedback on one of the other episodes I posted, Coaching Aiden through his personal finance journey uh, through his business model of of the coaching business that he was interested in starting. If you're interested in doing an episode like that with me, shoot me an email, ZacharyRant at gmail.com. And again, if you haven't already left a review, please, please do that. Share this with a friend or family member. Let's continue to climb up the chart. Thank you guys so much for all your support, love, and uh, engagement. You guys have a wonderful day. And y'all, I will see you again on the next episode of the Live Better Now podcast with Life Coach Zachary.